What's going on, man? Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to the basement. I'm Ron, aka Ronald, as my mother would call me. And today I'm gonna go over my buys and sells for week three. You know, we're gonna do a little bit of wheeling and dealing on today's video. Everybody's getting a little antsy. It's week three, and everyone wants to make a couple moves here and there. Now, before I get into that, make sure you go down below and subscribe. While you're down there, if you have a trade that you're thinking about proposing or you got one in your inbox, just comment it down below. I'll run my eyes past it. If you want my take on it, I'll give you that too. And before I waste any more of your time or any more of my time, let's go. Now, first up, we're going to go through my buys for week three. And the first player I have on this list is Allen Robinson. Now, I feel so bad for Allen Robinson, man. He has had Christian Hackenberg, Blake Bortles, and Mitch Trubisky as his QBs for his career. And I swear I've played with better quarterbacks in my lifetime, man. It's, it just sucks to see a guy like him just almost waste his prime a little bit with these quarterbacks. He he got Christian Hackenberg drafted in the second round. There's Allen Robinson has so much talent that we forget about that he almost carries these quarterbacks in a way. He, he had that one year where Blake Bortles was like a top 12 quarterback when him and Allen Hearns had like over 10 touchdowns apiece. And he's the wide receiver 52 right now through two weeks. Now, I know you're like, Ron, what the fuck am I going to do with a wide receiver 52? Well, it's Allen Robinson. You probably drafted him as a top 15 receiver or the person in your league drafted him as a top 15 receiver. And I know he only has eight catches for 107 yards through two weeks, but I'm here to tell you that we just got to calm down on Allen Robinson, make the sharp play, the move that the, the Sharks would make and trade for him. Right now, he's outside the top 90 receivers in target quality and catchable ball percentage. Catchable ball percentage, pause if needed. And that's with Mitch Trubisky. We know Mitch Trubisky's ass, as I said, but there's some positives to take away from these first two weeks for Allen Robinson. Now, these were tough matchups against NFC, or no, these were tough matchups against the Lions. The Giants aren't that tough, but like, you never really know what's going to happen with the Bears. They only score 17 points. But there's positive regression coming for Allen Robinson. He was top 12 in target share with 28.1% target share. He was top 12 in targets, and he's top five in deep targets, red zone targets, and unrealized air yards. Now, that's a whole lot of stuff to, to digest, but just know what it means as he's getting the volume. It's just not completely fulfilling itself. And the most important stat you got to look at is the unrealized air yards. He's top five in that stat. And unrealized air yards is a great way to look at wide receivers and identify who you should be buying. He had 150 unrealized air yards in the first two weeks. What it means is, is that those are the yards that he could have had, the yards that he left on the table. And he should start to chip away at them as the season goes on. He has 107 yards right now with 150 unrealized yards. If he turns 50% of that, 75% of that into realized yards, we're not even having this conversation right now. Then he probably has 15 catches for 200 yards in two weeks and probably a touchdown at that. So just, just trust the process. We know positive regression is coming for him. And as I said, that, that unrealized air yard stat is huge for receivers. Anybody who's at the top in unrealized air yards are perfect buys in fantasy football. And after those first two dud games, he has a soft schedule going forward with the Falcons, the Colts, the Buccaneers, and the Panthers. So I'm telling you guys, Allen Robinson, he's a good buy moving forward. And I, I still think that he's a fringe wide receiver one, even though he's been underperforming. Now, this next one, guys, you got to keep it a secret. I'm telling you guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit some game for you guys right now. Right now, we got DeAndre Swift, and I'm telling you, this is going to be the cheapest you're ever going to get DeAndre Swift. I know he's not startable right now. But let's say his owner is 0-2. He's 1-1. He's got some running back injuries. This is a perfect time to buy DeAndre Swift. I can't put any big name running backs on here like a Josh Jacobs or anything crazy because with all these with all these running back injuries, it creates a I know I know some of you guys are a little bit smart. You know, we go to the economics class. Some of us we we know about the supply and demand chart. 
if the running back supply is low, then the demand, the price goes up. So you can't really find, I don't know economics that well, boys, but all I know is that if the supply becomes scarce and the price goes up, and at that point, it's no longer a buy opportunity. But a guy like DeAndre Swift, he falls into that next category where you can buy low on him because he's not producing right now. There's not many positives to hang our hat on, but I think that this is really going to be the Miles Sanders of this year. We had Jonathan Taylor and CEH already pop off. DeAndre Swift, I think that there's some promise for him. Now, let's compare him to Miles Sanders to two weeks last year. Last year, Miles Sanders had 46% opportunity share, 64 total yards, and zero touchdowns in his first two weeks. And Swift had a 30.5% opportunity share with 95 total yards and a touchdown. So he's not getting as much opportunity, but he's he's getting splash plays. A 95 yards and a touchdown is huge right now. And we have to look at what just happened to Antonio Gibson. He was like whatever in week one. Peyton Barber had the 17 carries, and then Peyton Barber completely takes a backseat to Antonio Gibson, and Antonio Gibson goes off. I'm not saying that's going to happen next week, but if it happens in two weeks from now, three weeks from now, four weeks from now, don't be surprised, man. I'm just going to give you guys, as Matt Kelly, the podfather, would say, I'm going to give you tomorrow's newspaper. DeAndre Swift is going to be this year's Miles Sanders. And right now is the perfect time to buy him, man. The last buy I have for today is DJ Moore, you know, the prince who was promised, the, the darling of the fantasy community. And he did have a great week, too. And some of you guys are like, this isn't a buy opportunity. He just had a great week. But I'm telling you, because he missed out on that touchdown and he only had, I think it was like eight catches for 120 yards, that's a great week. But it's not a huge boom week, and he's only the wide receiver 24 through two weeks. And with a player that might have running back injuries, they might part ways with a guy like DJ Moore in their wide receiver two spots. And I'm telling you that monster games and touchdowns are coming for DJ Moore. He's top six in target share with 22 targets. And his the, I think the biggest stat that's going to improve as the year goes on is his run after the catch. Last year, he finished eighth in yards after the catch. And right now, he's 87th with only 13 yards. I'm telling you. I know, I know that run after the catch isn't a super sticky metric, but a guy like DJ Moore has been doing that since college. He's been doing it since his rookie year. It's not just going to go away. He's going to get the ball, and he makes moves after the catch. He's like a running back, and I just think it's unlucky that it hasn't happened yet. I think it's unlucky he hasn't gotten in the end zone yet, and for right now, he's a top 12 receiver going forward for me, and I think that maybe you could get him for like a mid wide receiver two cost right now. Now we're getting towards our sell highs of the video, and first up on that list, I have Stephon Diggs. I mentioned him in my preseason sell high video and I think he's the perfect wide receiver to send away for a guy like DJ Moore or Allen Robinson Diggs he was drafted around the wide receiver 28 in 0.5 PPR leagues and right now he's the wide receiver four with two great weeks and now I know that if it ain't broke why fix it why why sell Stephon Diggs if he's right now performing really well and I think what the problem is is that he's really outperforming what I project for him rest of season. He's been going off and John Brown have been going off, but you have to remember the Bills just played the Jets and the Dolphins too, especially the Jets. Especially as a Jet, that's for a whole other video, but as a Jets fan, I refuse to watch another Jets game until Adam Gase is no longer my head coach. But as we move on, those are two bottom end defenses. I know the Dolphins are getting better, but they're still not, they're still not great. And Josh Allen has two games for over 300 yards right now. To, to put into words how unsustainable that is for you guys, last year his his high was 266 yards after 16 games. So these two 300 passing yard games are either a new Josh Allen and he's going to be a stud going forward or it's kind of fluky. To me, these are two defenses that are not that great. Josh Allen, he's an inaccurate quarterback and I'm not buying that he's going to have 300 yards plus every single week and that Diggs and Brown are going to be wide receiver twos or better moving forward. I think Diggs, he's a fine back end wide receiver two rest of season, but with these crazy games right now that just happened, 
he's the wide receiver four. I think you can sell him for a fringe wide receiver one price. You could get a guy like Allen Robinson, DJ Moore. Maybe maybe you capitalize on injuries like guys like Galladay and Godwin, and you could really exchange things like that, bundle up a digs with somebody else and upgrade go and buy up to a wide receiver. Maybe even like a Julio Jones. I know that I know that he just had a bad week, but you're not gonna get Julio Jones for super cheap. But just just thought I'd throw out some names for you guys. And also another thing to to look at, me and you, we wanna win our leagues. We're not just trying to make the playoffs. This guy Diggs' playoff schedule back in his last five games are scary, bro. He has the Chargers, the Niners, the Steelers, the Broncos, and then the Patriots down the stretch. That's fucked up. They're doing that boy Stefan Diggs wrong. If you don't sell him now, you have to sell him before those back five games because he's he's not going to give you any production down the stretch. He's going to lose you your league. So I think right now is a great time to sell, but you could hold on to him for a couple more weeks if you really wanted to. Somebody with a little bit less performance right now, but the same amount of name value as Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley is the perfect sell to me. Or any of the running backs in Todd Gurley's range, because there's so many, there's so many running back needed teams right now. And as I said, the running back price is going to go up, so I think it's a perfect opportunity to sell a guy like Todd Gurley. He has that name brand, but I'm telling you, I don't trust that knee. And I don't, I just don't think he has the same juice that he used to have. He was the RB20 in week one and the RB40 in week two. We know that that knee is a damn frag grenade at this point. It's it's pretty much it's it's almost made out of steel at this point. There's certain shit in that knee. There's probably, if you put an x-ray to it, if you got one of those things that you have on the beach where you're scanning for like fucking treasure and shit, I'm sure if you put that over Todd Gurley's knee, it would damn near break the thing. I'm telling you, the knee is fucked up and his opportunity right now, yes, he's getting a lot of touches, but not the meaningful ones. He's not getting goal line carries or he's getting, yeah, I don't think he has any goal line carries right now. Ito Smith is taking those away and then he only has two receptions. So if he's not getting any receptions, no goal line carries, you're just getting a between the 20s runner which isn't not valuable at all but for a guy like Todd Gurley who's not super efficient that's not a crazy between the tackles runner like a Nick Chubb Todd Gurley he has the name brand he's getting the carries and you can just sell him to a team that needs a running back right now and you know we got to mention one more running back as I said it's a great opportunity to sell running backs right now Austin Eckler he has plenty of name value he was drafted highly and I think you can still sell him for a fringe RB1 price but to me if I had Austin Eckler I'd be scared of shit, man. He was out-touched by Joshua Kelly in week two, and I don't like his outlook going forward because Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert don't target the running backs. Last year, Austin Eckler averaged 6.8 targets per game. This year, he only has five through two games. That's 2.5 per game. That's a huge, huge disadvantage for Austin Eckler because that's where he makes his bread, bro. He He's not going to get you all the, the points between the tackles. He's going to go out in the flat. He's going to line up in the slot and catch passes, and that's just not happening this year. So for that reason, I would sell him. He just had back-to-back games with 20 or more touches. So I still think that he has value moving forward. But if you can sell him as a fringe RB1, I love that price. You made it this far, and you're subscribed to the channel. I fucking love you, man. I appreciate all the subscribers out there. Everybody that's showing me love on these posts. I love you guys. You guys are the homies, as I've always said. And like I said, if you have a trade that's in your inbox or one that you're scheming up right now, I got no problem helping you guys work through trades in the comments down below. Just let me know. I'll, I'll run my eyes past it. And I really want to help you guys. I want, I want, all, I want everybody to subscribe to this channel to win championships this, this year. And if you haven't followed my Twitter already, make sure you follow at RonStore underscore. And I'll see you in the next one, man.